What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. I was sitting around thinking. Oh, God, did you hurt yourself? I did. It was painful because I thought to myself, you know, I'm probably the odds are like if you were to bet, bet okay. a chunk of money, I mean, the odds are what that I will never breed. Very, very strong at this point. Like, very strong. Very strong. Really, probably it's not. I mean, at the, your advanced, it's something not zero. It, like the, but it's the advanced age of like of seventy eight. Like you are. Right. Like, I feel like that's almost gross to even think about. It is. Now, what are the I chances? Look great for seventy eight. By the way, you you I actually really do. You look like you're fifty nine. Like you like you. <laughs> I think I look better than fifty nine. Actually, to be honest, you act better than fifty nine. And you pretty much look better than 59. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so I was yeah. thinking about that. I thought, I'm never going to have kids. And then I was watching some show or something where they were having the talk. And I thought, I am never going to get to have the talk. You're so lucky. With any of my kids. You're so lucky. And, and then I thought to myself, would it be really weird if I just pick a random teenager and had the talk with them? <laughs> um, yes. Also, that probably would be weird. Also, no, it would be weird. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's, it would be weird because you're not actually a man of the cloth, like oh. a, like a priest doing that. Oh, I that makes see it. That. That's better for a priest. No, it, makes, it would just make more sense. Oh, sure. Because that, priests are like that's what well, they do. Priests do that. That was a molestation joke. I'm oh, I was sorry. A, I'm so sorry. Jesus, see, man. I'm so sorry. Can you try and fucking get with it. Oh my god, Christ it Almighty! Was, it's kind of funny. The hilarity. You is didn't in even my head. work today. The hilarity's in my head. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. The hilarity is in my head. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, normally the man of the cloth, would, I get it now. That is funny. But you're right. That would make more sense if I were to try to do that if Don't, I were a man please, of the cloth. Can you, can you not do that? Can you not, can you not give the sex talk to a random teenager? <laughs> Please don't. Would it be any better if they were if it was a kid that I knew? They wouldn't even. There still wouldn't be any better. No, it, no <laughs> like unless they unless it's a, the, uh, a a child that you are mentoring, right? Well, that, and they a, don't could, have a mom be a and dad. Godfather of or something yes. like that. Yeah, if I were even even the, even then, I'm available for godfathery. People just letting you know. Godfathery. <laughs> oh my god. I I, um, I can't handle you right now. This someone's gonna fucking crack me up. Develop an application that I can fill it out. You fill out a fill Godfather. Out, oh, Godfather application. Yeah. You're. <laughs> anyway, so that's not gonna happen. I assume that you probably even with Portia, you probably had to talk. Uh, but a more little bit. Her I think mom. Like, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, we've t- we've talked about sex things before. Like that's yeah. Right. But. Uh, I don't think my father really did that much with me. At some point, I remember he just threw some condoms at me and said, you better use these. And that was almost about it. And you were like 25. (laughs) Uh, I think he knew I was having coitus. (laughs) Relations. (laughs) Coitus. Fucking God damn it. With Paula. Oh, Paula. Paula Paula, Paula. Paula and Paula. (laughs) There's that again. Is Paula what you call your hand? <laughs> no, but that would have made sense. That would have made so much more sense. A lot of sense. Oh God, because I was yeah, she was fourteen and I was sixteen. Paul Arnold Gaines. I know. Use my middle name. Oh, you I can't believe fucking, it. Fucking, are you serious? Yeah, I can't believe you didn't knock her up. I know, right? I did use condoms and and we were careful. We were pretty careful. I could have. I mean, I didn't. I know that I didn't. But I'm sure there could have been occasions where it would have happened. But but I was really careful, careful as I could have been without not doing it. Without not doing it? Is that what I said? This is such a weird conversation. It is. I almost feel like I'm having a sex conversation with, like, my dad. It's been a long time ago, too. Yeah, that was, that was fuck. I was sex different she back was then? babysitting at a neighbor's house. Oh, no. You were <laughs> nailing the babysitter. Just yeah, behind the sofa. The sofa, we, it was behind the sofa. Like, it was, the sofa was not against the back of a wall. Was, right. And it was next to the rear glass doors. I can make a quick escape. You know, it was all planned out. You know, because if we heard the garage door opening, I could. That sounds like you having yeah. sex. Like that just sounds, had it all figured out. That's how you like everything with you is planned out in advance to a T. All things are thought of. To, I handed out know. the mat like you go to a hotel. It shows you the escape route in case there's a fire. Do you have and like a rope a, ladder ready to go just in case? <laughs> did those out? Oh my god, you're such a planner. It was planned out. Even at, at fucking sixteen. My god, I know exactly where I was. Whatever happened to Paula? I don't know. Paula Almond, last name Almond. Yeah, 
<laughs> did she have a brother? Lived in the neighborhood. God, I wonder if she was related to the Almond Brothers. Yeah. That's why I was asking. I was like, did she have, was Almond or Almond? Why did I never even, because I was too focused on, you know, other things with her. Uh, yes. I, I didn't even bother to ask her family. Almond? Like the almond. nut? Or yeah, that's almond. true. So it's not almond. Yeah, almond. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's why. That's I why I was making the joke. Duh. I'm yeah, like, it's Greg all almond. almond like the nut. Yes. I hate this mic stand. I have to work on it again. Okay. Anyway, so the talk. Yeah, I won't have that. But I'm not that disappointed. I just thought, I thought that's never. That's one thing that's never going to happen. It's part of. Well, it's part of our our common cultural vernacular about the talk. You know, that's that's one of those things. And and you won't participate in that, which is probably a good thing because it's uh, uncomfortable. For, I'm, for I'm all sure. parties, yeah, all parties. It's and, very. And now, I mean, how how soon now do kids figure this shit out on their own? It's got to be easier now for them. Well, to the the they don't they're not given a lot of good information early on until I think fifth grade. Yeah, fifth grade was when like all the girls I know like that's when they separate the boys and the girls. And the girls go and watch a video and they go home with like a bag full of like tampons and pads and shit like that and right. like, probably a pamphlet. Um. And they still do that around that age. They do know, fifth grade. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like. Uh, but. Uh, but you said there was a. Um, did we talk about this in the last show I can't or not? Remember? No. No. You, you said, said your sister introduced. Somebody told me about your. You I, did. I don't have a sister. Why did I say sister? I don't know. Your daughter told you, or um, uh, about no. about a TikTok, uh, 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 not channel. It's not a channel. Teaching, filling it. Well, it's like a, a hashtag, basically. Like okay, you can just yeah. kind of search through, and it's it's about it's sex, ed. sex ed. It's sex ed. It's filling in the gaps that sex ed in most states and most schools in this country leave out. Right. And, uh, and so it's, that's probably a place that a lot of kids are going to go to. That's now. exactly it's probably it. growing rapidly. Absolutely. That's a TikTok uh, thing. Is that yes. correct? Okay. Yeah. And it's incredible. I'm like, wow, this is really good, solid data, and it's all through a hive mind like groupthink and they're they, these teenagers and and folks in their like early 20s are um participating in this and it's a way of using social media the way it was intended which is for communicating and sharing things mm-hmm. it's kind of like it kind of reminds me of old uh like the old internet you know like uh, in the early 2000s mm-hmm. where your social media other than like myspace came out i think it was 2004 2003 i had friendster before that and that one was kind of lame, uh, but uh, it, w- it reminds me of message boards, right? Which are still a wealth of information because most of them are archived because it's all text only stuff. Yeah, most so, of them aren't full of bullshit. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, because there's so many that that's the problem now with a lot of things and other platforms, you know, particularly Facebook, is someone could post a picture that has nothing to do with politics at all and make some funny comment or something useful. Yeah. And then about four or five messages in, someone said, well, Trump wouldn't have done it that way, or Biden sucks, or whatever the fuck it is. And then the is. conversation and shifts. And then just totally fucking, it's like, that's not at all with this, holy shit, but these, like you see these old message boards, yeah. usually don't, they, like Reddit, they, they kind of knock that shit off, don't they? They keep For the most part, yeah, Reddit, yeah. Uh, Reddit has, like, they clamped down on, uh, since, since Trump was elected and things got flooded on Reddit into some really dark areas and there's some people that were threatened and there were people that were swatted which are you familiar with swatting it's when they do call in a night fake 911 call and send some like send cops to your house okay it's a terrible prank it's a waste of resources it's very illegal okay uh somebody swatted marjorie taylor green last week (laughs) oh jesus (laughs) showed up in the middle of the night beating on her door and i'm like oh god because they still it's funny because i'm not a fan of hers but who cares uh, but it's not funny to use those resources. Like it's not because that's a huge waste of resources. Yes, it, it is. Even even though I'm because it could be on a, a real vampires. call that happens. Yeah, you know, you're pulling resources away from some real shit. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah. The, so uh, I like seeing social media and the internet as a whole being used for something good, which is what those kids on TikTok are doing, and I think that's great. Yeah, and I, I really think that that younger generation, the Gen Z, is uh, critically underrated. Like, lot, I think they're going to change a lot of things in the world. For God, the I hope so. And people, people want to put them down, but I, 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 yeah, I was just talking with a guy uh, Saturday or Sunday, maybe yesterday or whatever, that about because uh, he coaches uh, high school football, right? Or excuse me, junior high football. And I said, "What's that like?" And he goes, "Man, this day and age, these kids—they're so entitled, they're so whiny, and they're this and they're that." I've got about half my kids that want to be there, and the other half the kids. Their parents want them to be there, and those are the ones that are entitled and they're spoiled and this and that and the other. And I'm like, that sounds like 
every team I've ever been a part of. Yeah, that, that it, sounds it, no different than that, what I remember. It, it, that sounds like, yeah, that just sounds like normal junior high and high school. Kids. Right. Like, that's just what it sounds like. Like, who the hell really wanted, there are only a handful of people that really wanted to be in junior high, you know? Yeah. Who really wants to be there? You know what I mean? Right. So, and I just told him, like, dude, we were like that when we were younger. Because he's about eight or nine years older than me. And I'm like, we were like that. No, hell no. And I'm like, yes, we had, there were kids like that in our our age, like our age group and our generation that were like that. You're, it used to, you, and I and I pulled this out because I, I love, I'm going to start using this more often. And I said, you know, you know what you sound like, man? You sound like your dad. And his wife started cracking the fuck up. And she's like, you do sound like an old fart. <laughs> Bitching about the <laughs> younger generation. Da, da, yeah. da, da, da. She's like, I never really thought about it like that. And I'm like, dude, you sound like what your dad probably said to you about your generation right? when you were younger. And he's thought about it. He said, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like, the older generation always wants to put down the younger generation. And, and what's really funny is that we all know how, I mean, people look back in the good old days and they only remember the good shit. It, yeah. It's odd how your filter is like that. And so you think that's when it really was good, but it fucking wasn't. Yeah. It just wasn't that way for the, the vast majority of people. And the truth is things are better now. Yeah, there's some things that are really fucked up societal-wise. No question about it. Absolutely no question about it. And I, I hope that this is one of those things that does happen. I look forward to the younger generation solving some of these problems and not taking any of this bullshit going, you know, this got so far out of whack that we're going to fix some of these things. And it won't be everybody. And by the way, it doesn't take everybody. It takes only a, a strong percentage. You know, I don't mean strong, meaning over 50%, but a, a, a willful small percentage to make the fucking change. Yeah. That's all it takes. People that are willing to do it and go, no, we're not doing this. We're not playing this game anymore of whatever the negative is. Right. You know, solving the real problems. So I hope that does happen. Yeah, I do too. And, and it's, I don't know, it makes me hopeful, especially when I hear people putting down that younger generation. And then I'm just, I'm exp- I was so exposed to so many of them because of Porsche. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm like, these are some really hardworking working kids like they're really like they're really and now young adults like they're like they're working their asses off mm-hmm. um now are there bad eggs of course are there dipshits that are influencers that are always have been that there's there's always been people like that they're always right. the, they were the popular kids it's just now the popular kids have a bunch of platforms that they can now say look at me i'm popular because it used to be just i'm a cheerleader or i'm this or i'm that Right. And I'm popular. Now I'm they get this, a big that, megaphone that. that no one gives a fuck. Exactly. Which, everybody, but they, they get a. It's loud though. It's very loud. Yeah. And then you have the other ones that get together all together like, in one group. And they're like, look how much better we are. Like that kind of shit. Right. That's still the minority. And and most of the ones that are actually making a difference, doing things, and working hard, really aren't fucking around on there blabbing about all no. this bullshit. No. Because they're getting their shit done. Yeah. You, the people that I know that I respect the most, truly respect the most in this world. I never see them on social net uh, networking at all. Right, I, I hardly you hardly do, and if it is, it's really rare and some scientific thing that's pretty important. Right, and they're never arguing, <laughs> never blasting about their political views, left or doesn't matter which side. They're just not doing that because they're doing other shit. Right, you know, so that's why we don't see that. We assume that. The Tide Pod, you know, and, th- and that went out. That that was got got so much fucking press. The Tide Pod thing was so funny because all I remember doing was like anybody would that would bring that up and uh, would say, "Those oh, kids are it's younger generation, a bunch of Tide Pod eating idiots." And I was like, "Really?" And depending on how depending on how old they were, I'm like, "You mean like the same kind of idiots that see how many dudes that can cram into a Volkswagen Beetle, right? Or how many guys can be stuffed into a, a telephone booth, right? That kind of dumb shit, right?" Um, crushing people on the y- bottom. Yeah. What yeah. about uh, what about the cinnamon challenge? Which and then, like oh that's what, that's that hit home because I remember that shit started in like the nineties, right? And you know that dumb shit like the. By the way, I have zero desire to do that because I see how bad it fucks you up. I have no desire to go. Well, I can do that. I did it, and I, I I I didn't inhale. I didn't I didn't do that. I was able to spit it out. Yeah. But I held it in for about ten seconds, Before it got and out it just of control. starts to burn so much. Right, and then you spit it out without getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it's just uh, it, like every generation has their dumb shit that they did. They right. just have dumb, like just dumb, just idiotic acts. It's just a thing. You, you know, know in and Mesopotamia, she was like that was going on. Guarantee they were. Hey doing, man, <laughs> what do you think? Hey man, you see this ox outside? Oh look, it's tied to your leg, and then it, just, it drags him off into the field. Like, hey, it, see if you can shove your arm up its ass. Come on, oh, man. 
God. <laughs> I know that you know the shit you, was going I on. I guarantee <laughs> that shit was going on in ancient Sumeria. I, I guarantee it. And in Rome, they were yeah. know, pulling each other's togas. Up yeah, they're like de detogaing <laughs> them and shit. Like yeah, like you course. pants pan somebody to yeah. the same thing. Yeah, you just you yank the toga down. <laughs> And uh, like everybody, look at Socrates with his giant cock. Uh, like, <laughs> just yeah. Um, so yeah, the, anybody who's quick to put down a younger generation, they're either not interacting with them enough, or their own bias is like really coming into play. Did Socrates have a giant cock? No. The joke. The joke was is that back then, like having a large penis was considered weird and animalistic. Okay. So like medium to small penises were like were the, more the rage. Yeah, that's why like Michelangelo's David has a little tiny pecker. Well, they did that on purpose, I think, too. So there wouldn't be it wouldn't be one thing that you focused on. I believe that I, I heard that too for some mm. of these sculptions back then. Sculption. <laughs> it's back. That they kind of did it on purpose. Yeah. So you wouldn't be like, oh my god, they wouldn't go there to look at this schlong because that's not why you're. Going I love that you said schlong. Right. That's a that's a that's one I haven't heard in a while. That's, that's my father would use that. Your schlong. I wonder if my grandfather used that too. I wonder if that's where that came. Grandpa probably said tallywhacker like my grandpa did. My father said that one occasionally too. So anyway, there's that. So yeah, the young, younger generation is. I'm looking forward to solving problems. There's some smart fucking kids out there that yeah. are young. Look at all these people right now. Like I know we have one of the top robotics clubs. Kingman does. Yep. That's, that's one small tiny example. They're fucking accomplished. Kingman man. has had a very strong robotics club since uh, I was in high school. Yep. They uh, first time I heard of them going to an, like a national or international competition, I think it was two thousand. Yep. Yeah, because I knew some guys on that team. They went to Florida for like eight days or something like and that. And they get support from some people out here at the industrial. Yeah, park. Laren. Yeah, Laren's a big supporter. And, in and, fact, and, and bracket and does. bracket. That's yeah. good. Yep. Yeah, that's a. It's it. There's. Eh. There's smart people in every generation, and there's asshole idiots in every generation. And you better just the way want, want them to solve problems, too. But a lot of people, I think, that are, it seems to me, and I hope I never get to this point. I, I really don't, and I don't think I'm going to, because I know people that were my age or younger that would have this attitude of, well, I don't really care anyway. I'm going to be dead by then, so I don't give a fuck what happens to the world or the nation. God, the I hate that attitude. I've never, yeah. had, I've never no. thought that way. No. You know, I don't know why. I just, yeah, I'm not going to be around, so I really shouldn't. Because it's not just about me. You kind of want to leave the place livable and better. Of course. In theory. You know, I just, I've never had that attitude. Like, fuck it, I don't care, I'm going to be dead. People have this attitude. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You hear it regularly, you know. I'm glad I'm getting older now to deal with all this shit, all this nonsense. I think maybe some of it is you live uh, a number of decades and people get tired, and they're kind of they're kind of worn out mentally, uh, yeah, and physically. Yeah. So that's they turn they, that's their comment, you know, because they they they're not feeling as good as they used to in their teens or twenties. So screw it, nah, I don't feel good anyway. So yeah, whatever, I'm gonna be dead. It, I think you're right on that because, but everybody also has their breaking point at at different ages. Of things that they will and will not will not tolerate, and some people just become intolerant of anything other than their own ideas. At some point, right? I'm not saying I'm going to become that way, but I it's my I've gone through so many changes in my life since I was say 16, 15, 16. Mm -hmm. I've changed so many times, like so much over the years, and it's usually in jumps. Like I'm going through one right now, the past like year, maybe right. little 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 over a year. Of just become like we were talking about last week, uh, uh, just uh, confidence level and 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 uh, and and on the verge of arrogant because right. I know I have certain skills and I and I'm good at it and I'm 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 a master at certain things. Well, you all, it's, and, it's and okay I, to recognize that, but you still always have to in the back of your mind. You always have to have a beginner's, beginner's mind. mind always, yeah. always, 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 and always I, learn something. I'm yeah. always using that term too uh, at work. Uh, it was like we should you should always have a beginner's mind. The, the day that I stop asking questions and learning things, you might as well just put me down. Right. Because I don't ever want to be one of those people. I don't want to be the, the people who refuse to take in new data or right. refuse to learn new things. And it just that just annoys the fuck out of me because you might as well just die. Right. Like just if you like. So if you don't want to participate in society, that's fine. Stop fucking it up then. And I when I learn something new, that's especially it's really useful. Like just a, a fun fact is. One thing, but if I learn, not necessarily a skill, but something that I can, God, I'll remember that little trick or this thing or whatever that is. It, it, there's like a moment, if it's really good, there's like a moment where you almost feel younger. 
like for a brief moment, it's like, God, that's so cool. I want to do that. I want to try that next time or I want to remember that thing or that skill or that trick or whatever the heck yeah. it is. That's what I feel a little bit anyway. It's almost like it kind of re- energizes you a little bit more. It's almost like a it's like a little endorphin, little little shot of endorphins or something. Yeah, absolutely. Or something like that. And I think that's why people that are seem to be the people that are older that act younger. And I don't mean stupid younger, like let's go, you know, eat Tide Pods, that kind of thing. But I mean, <laughs> the ones that are at least dialed in the what's You mean like on. me being 41 years old, never having gone to college, and I played beer pong last weekend? Right. Yeah. That kind of That's, thing. That, like, it's fun to do every once in a while, but if like if you're if you're still in your 40s or hell in your 30s and playing beer pong every weekend, well, that's what you Well, if it dominates your weekends, that's a little bit much. It's, it's yeah. probably a bit much, and you should probably look into maybe a different hobby. Right. And um, so that's what I think when I, when I think of if, if you're – if you're always trying to do different things, you don't even have to. It's almost automatic. Like it's too easy now not to learn stuff. It's too easy now with all these devices that we right. have. And if you're just using it for, I don't know, Face, just, Facebook texting and porn, and that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's fine on occasion. But I mean, you've got to go the other direction and and try to improve yourself. And yeah, and uh, what was I going to say about the? Um, uh, there was something else. I had it. It was really critically important. I forgot what it is. I forgot. How critically important was it? I don't know. Apparently not. I don't know. Poor Paul. I can see the steam rising off his brain. Silence. Silence. Oh, um, but it is, folks. Normally it would be on a Tuesday, but it's Monday. It's Labor Day. It is Labor Day. Look that up. 1882, I think, was the first Labor Day in New York City. I think and it wasn't well attended. I think it's where it was. They had the first parade. I, I had read that it was before that, that Oregon was the first state to recognize it, and it was 1870. Wow, a little controversy here. Yeah. I only because I read it. So I get asked this question this morning because uh, we're getting ready to do a post, for, you know, a, a Facebook post and, and, and Instagram and whatnot to promote. Like, so we did like a Labor Day special, you know, happy hour all day and this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 Haley's been working there, uh, which is great. She's been listening to the podcast for a very long time. Oh, God. Since she was in high school. Has she really? She was She was one of those high school. Remember we were talking Hi, about high, Haley. Yeah, the high school girls that listen. Yeah. Oh, so one of those she was groups. one of them, but she's now old enough to work at a bar. She's old enough to drink at a bar, but uh, she's a, a talented graphic uh, artist. Really? Yeah, like very talented. So she's been ha- she's going to start handling some social media things and things like that. But Good. anyway, yeah. she goes, "Hey, what's Labor Day about?" And I'm like, "Well," and I start rattling off all this shit, and she's like, "How the hell do you know that?" And I'm like, "I I swear I'm not this. I'm not some." Some person that just knows a lot about American holidays. I just read an article about it this morning before right. I came. Well, so to work. that's what I did too, either this morning or yesterday, because it only takes a few minutes now. It's easy. It's true. And and I knew basically what it was about anyway. You know, celebrating American workers. You know, the blue collar workers, all kind of stuff. I didn't know really when it started or why. So it takes you literally a couple minutes. Just look up Labor Day, and yeah. boom, Wikipedia page comes up, and there you go. You know, it doesn't take that long, and then you know a little more about Labor Day. Oh, I I was uh, mistaken. What was in Oregon? In 1887, Oregon was the first state uh, in the United States to make it an official public holiday. Okay. Uh, well, that's that counts. Yeah, no, yeah. it does. Yeah. But New York City, I think it was 1882, was like a parade in New York. Central Labor Union Knights of Labor, which organized the first parade in New York City. Okay. Well, and I was explaining, like, and I had asked her, I'm like, did you ever have to read The Jungle? Did you read The Jungle, Upton Sinclair? Yes. So, and because I, I was required to read it, and I didn't know. I was like, if you, because that I, that was, like, in the middle of the, the, the like, the real uh, big changes. And the, the Jungle being published was one of the reasons why. This is with the meatpacking industry the, and that that's, kind of that's, shit, it was right? about, it was, yeah. it, That one was specifically about the meatpacking industry and how dangerous it was, not only for the consumers of various meats, because there was no regulation whatsoever. On right. there. The FDA didn't exist. There was none of that. No, there was no OSHA. You had f- kids as young as five working in those plants and things like that. And sometimes people got hurt. They died. There's no compensation or anything. They just yeah. find another person to work for them. So that's where the labor movement grew grew out of a lot of that stuff. And it happened in other cities, but, you know, the jungle was Chicago. So I wonder what year it was. Remember that famous fire in New York with the dress factory? All the women got burned uh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. what year that was. I bet it was before the labor day. I wonder if it had to be, right? Um, no, that doesn't sound right, though. I think it was in the early 1900s. I think it was. Folks, there was a very – we talked about this on the show before. There was a very uh, – 
well-known fire that happened like in uh the shirtwaist yeah triangle shirtwaist factory fire that was 1911 1911 so there you go it was uh but that was where it picked up steam oh my god the the jungle was published right around that time Mm -hmm. that was going on and then when you had uh world war one hit that was the first time where you had it was our first war that we the bit first big war that the u.s was fighting in where the men had to go over overseas and the women had to do factory work. Mm-hmm. That didn't really happen during the Civil War and the Spanish-American War wasn't that big of a war. World War One was huge. Right. And so... Um, it was more industrial. I think the World War One. I, I mean, we did have some factories. You still had Civil cannons. War like technology and cannons and shit like that, right, but, but you World also War had they, tanks and things like that as well. You got mechanized in World War One. Exactly. That was the real industrial war machine got going. So because of that, you had all these uh, housewives going to work, that, and uh, they're working in conditions that were like, what the fuck? Like, it was dangerous for a bit, like str- large, strong men. And then these women who had never worked you know, physical labor jobs. I mean, raising kids is physical... All that shit. Don't get me wrong, but they weren't like lifting fucking I beams and using right. forklifts and shit. Like they, you know what I mean. But I think they had doors that were locked and shit. Yeah, they the shirtwaist factory fire was bad. It was so bad. fucking. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's like, are we even human beings? Back? It's, were, were they lock him so they couldn't go to the bathroom? I, why the yeah, fuck were these doors I, locked? I have. I really, I really don't know. And probably I, had I fewer doors. Now we've got regulation where people are mad at. I get it. You're mad at the government for regulating this and regulating that, and it's overregulation. I understand that sentiment. I really do. But buildings like this size, for example, I, I have to have at least a door in the corner like this. You know, that's required. Right. That's all. And if it wasn't required, that. I might not have it just because I didn't, wouldn't think about it. Right. But you got to have, and they're lighted exits. You know, the the sign you see it, Joe. Obviously, you can see this, and there's batteries in there. These exits oh, are lighted because the doors to the stairwells and exits were locked, which was a common practice at the time to prevent workers from taking unauthorized breaks and to reduce theft. Many of the workers could not escape from the burning building and jump from the high windows. Oh, great. The majority of workers that died jumped from the windows. Oh, my God. Uh, 123 women and girls and 23 men. Jesus. Wow. Most of the victims were recent Italian or Jewish immigrant uh, women and girls aged 14 to 23. The oldest victim was 43 years old. But that's where eventually unions came in to be powerful. And I know there's much we, we so. can argue and discuss about unions and having issues, which they every, every organization, every fucking group has negatives and issues. And Absolutely. Just, you can't get around that. You can't, you, that's correct. But because we have 40-hour work weeks and things like that, that's a union thing. Yeah, that's, it is. that wasn't actually that wasn't even a union thing. That was uh, Henry Ford. Overtime. Are you sure? Yeah, Henry, Henry yeah. Ford. Hen, you don't know that? I'm shocked. Henry Ford invented the five-day, forty-hour work week. That I don't know. I'm yeah, to so entice sure people that. to work for him. Oh, well, shit, no, yeah. I know he needed more workers, and he paid him well too. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, uh, when it comes to overtime, mm-hmm. that was the that was uh, that was unions, hundred uh, percent. And that's the thing. Like, and more and, labor and laws for kids. I think children. That was the too. other. That was yeah. the, that was the big one from the shirtwaist uh, fire and the jungle being published. Right. Um, and uh, Upton Sinclair had death threats because of that from from corporate thugs hired hired by a corporate. I'm stuff. sure and it came out years and years and years. And he later. probably knew that was going to happen. He knew how powerful yeah. these industries and stuff were. Oh yeah, That's, you know. But is that again? Is that free market capitalism? Like, hey, it kind of is. That, you, that, you write a shitty book and we'll can fucking kill you. Well, all right, that's the free market. <laughs> no, I think him publishing the book is more uh, publishing the book is more uh, showing. Hey, this is free market. He's making money off of letting you guys know that you are fucking up. Right and uh, and shaking up the whole industry. Um, or if you had to have uh, security, you know, bodyguard and that kind of. I wonder. I don't know. You brought that up. Yeah, I don't know. But I can. That's I, I, that's risky stuff. Yeah. It's like I thought about that in our little water issue. Normally, this would be the more serious uh, last half of the show. But yeah, you know, they're they're having. I think it, towards the end, about the twentieth or so of this month or the twenty something, they're going to have a a, a um, meeting at the county. Uh, God damn it! The. Uh, the Board of Supervisors Thank you. Uh, building or whatever. They're going to have yeah. a, a public meeting about that and limiting you know, new farm. And that's only limiting new stuff coming in. It's not going to stop what's going on. Right. But I would like to make public comment and go, this is great if you can stop new stuff. But what about all the current 200 and some odd wells that are sucking water out yeah. 10 times faster than the city is? You know, I thought about that. I thought, Am I, who's going to be there? Who's going to watch that? And you have to identify yourself. Who's going to be there watching who's speaking against these yeah. things? I thought about this. I'm going to bring it up to a couple supervisors also. You know, this is why people want people to go public with things. That's really important. But at the same time, this is why no one there's wants a, to. There's a fear. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's real. Yeah. These are multi-million dollar or more corporations or people involved growing shit around here. They just are. It is. Uh, it's the water thing. I don't know. I there was. I saw one person make a comment on Facebook. Well, we could solve this right now. What if the city just started cranking up their production with all their wells and filling up all the water tanks and filling up more and more and more and more and just run those wells dry? And I'm like, okay, but how many empty water mm. tanks do we have? Yeah, that was my thing. Is like you need like an underground cistern is what you would need. Yeah, you like need you're not gonna. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, like a s- underground salt, empty salt mine or right. something. Or uh, and we whatever. saw what happened with those. Right. Have you ever seen that video of the? Um, was the Lake uh, Penure, I think is what it's called in Pennsylvania or not Pennsylvania, uh, Louisiana? That uh, they were doing the side drilling for I think, oil. I think it's where they yeah. Well, they have, well, they and have they s- drilled into a salt mine, but they were drilling. They were drilling under a lake, and they didn't realize there was a salt mine nearby, and they punched through the like the the bottom of the lake, punched through into the salt mine. Oops! And the whole fucking lake drained. The whole <laughs> thing, the whole ass lake, a whole ass lake, just fucking appeared. Yeah. And amazingly enough, no one. There were people working down on the salt mine, a couple Jesus. hundred feet, four hundred feet below the surface. Of, no one of the, died. No one died. Everyone got out. So this is also where they have the uh, strategic oil reserve is in Louisiana, I think, in salt mines. Uh, oh, I yeah. think it's stored in these yeah. big cavernous areas, um, just to, as a side note. But, yeah, um, we don't have that no. capacity. No. You know, and, and is, that, is that the real solution? Let's just race and do more what they're doing Yeah. so they can't do it anymore. Nah, okay, I'm not sure that's going to really work. No, that was, I thought it was one of the dumber comments ever, but I'm like, I, I understand the, in, the, the idea, but that's not... I, I thought about this too. I thought, you know, our some of our farming that we do, I say we, it's in the county up towards Red Lake, mm. is not very far from Lake Mead. I'm thinking, I wonder if our water table there, like part of it is kind of connected to Lake Mead that we're not really aware of. And a lot of that farming is taking. It's just draining Lake Mead. It's slowly draining Lake Mead. <laughs> like there's one guy who ran like 30 miles of hose, and yeah. he's just like. The kind of this went sideways and, and around and, and, and siphon is a siphon. It's just a green garden hose. It's like it's like twenty five <laughs> miles of green garden hose, and one guy's like just sat there for an hour sucking on it. It was like, all right, I got water, and he's just siphoning it like into a and bucket. Slowly, like mead. Yeah. yeah, like he's like he's draining somebody's <laughs> gas can or gas. I mean, tank. you don't, you don't we don't know that it's possible. I'm fairly certain the USGS is aware of whether right. or not the fake news, fake science. Yeah, that's they're it. They're all corrupt. Fucking USGS. Um, it's USGS. But that has to, yeah. Well, anyway, so that's the, that's the thing about being a. Uh, well, that's why they have the anonymous whistleblower whole idea. Oh yeah, is to hopefully protect people. So yeah, that, that's and that's but, that double edged sword of like, you should show your face when it comes to certain things, but also right. some things you just kind of can't. Like you, you, some things are really huge that it has a and, a lot of that people money have been killed it. over, like water rights. Yeah. Like, it happened in California for decades, like yeah. several decades. Yeah. There's movies made about it. Yep. And so, like, yeah, you are that's a you brought up a very strong point. I didn't think about that. Like, going out there to public comment is kind of like, kind of would potentially put a big target on your back. I'm going to probably contact a couple of supervisors and say, just a thought here, because I like to say something. I did with my big yapper and go out there and just see what how it goes. Maybe go out there with pictures. Yeah, I've got a lot of that. Yeah. But people are going to hate it. I, I, there's a guy I know who's a friend of mine in the aviation industry that was out here the other day because um, he flies corporate people from California, and they come out here, and they check on their farms, and mm-hmm. they, they, I, 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 that's what he does. He's told me. He goes, yeah, I'm flying farmers out here, and they're poking holes in the ground, sucking water out. I say, well, you suck. He goes, yeah, I know. That's Yeah, I, I work, no. for this, work for this company that they lease these – jets out and i'm right i'm the pilot for them and that's one of the things you know they do all kinds of shit but occasionally they'll fly a farmer out here to kingman yeah and they'll they're looking at more property and stuff you know the, and if they're smart if they're smart they know they can read the writing on the wall and go we better start poking as much holes as we can right now <laughs> yeah before it gets stopped. So, so they're probably just drilling like fucking crazy who knows god that that sucks but I don't know how you can do it. Like, well, I know how some people would like to do it. They would just do like what they did in. Um, uh, oh God damn it! Uh, did you ever read the Monkey Wrench Gang? No, but I know Edward of it. Abbey. Yeah, I, any I of know his of it. Desert Solitaire, any of that stuff? No. Okay. No. 
So the Monkey Ranch Gang was uh, from the late '60s. Yeah, it was, and it was in while it was written while Lake Powell was starting to fill up. And the term monkey wrenching to like to put like to basically put the halt like a screw, halt screw, screw something, something yeah screw yeah. something up came from that book. Okay. And what there was a group of just a weird motley crew of people uh, that essentially they're all from very different backgrounds. Like one of them's a dentist, one of them's like the, his dental assistant, and he ran away with her and left his wife behind. And uh, there's a whitewater rafting guide who's Mormon, but he likes to drink when he's guiding three months out of the year, and that, like so on and so forth. Like all these different, there's weird, wacky people, and they all end up mm-hmm. coming together, and they decide that they're going to blow up uh, uh, Glen Canyon Dam. Okay. Right? So... But in the process, they're over in like eastern Arizona, and uh, they're throwing, literally putting monkey wrenches into like you know the old uh, diesels that have the valve covers. It was like one valve cover for each cylinder. This is a true story. No, no, okay, no, no. This is where the Earth First movement comes from, and okay. monkey wrenching, and got it. Okay, like ecological or uh, no, what do they call it? Eco terrorism. Yes, was basically invented by this book. And the the uh, weatherman that was a thing that yes. Uh, yes. came out of that probably. definitely. Uh huh. Okay. Go ahead. So they wanted to drain Lake Powell, like they wanted to. They wanted to blow it up mm-hmm. um, because uh, Glen Canyon was Glen Canyon, and that like that whole area was was said it was more beautiful than the Grand Canyon. Which is what you said too. You said you would yeah. be you would be not be unhappy if it went away. Absolutely. Yeah. So Edward Abbey published that book, and he carried a thirty eight revolver on his hip for the rest of his life. Because he was threatened so many times by so many people. Mm-hmm. And accosted when he would do like a public speaking engagement or a book signing, he would have people come up and try and pick fights with him. Mm-hmm. You know, you you uh, made these uh, eco-terrorists. You, you, I mean, this went on for 20 years. Right. And uh, one of them was, he, had, he said, he said, uh, he talked shit about farmers in the Southwest. He said, this is not right. There's not enough water here. Right. What the hell are it's you doing? It's going to end. It's yeah. going to end. Yeah. All because some lady in New York City wants her spinach, you know, off season. Right. So now what we're going to do, we're going to put holes in the earth and drain what's left of the Southwest. Right. Turning it into a ghost town. He was very active uh, when it came to that stuff, which I thought was pretty um, incredible. So I think the long, let's assume the weather patterns still kind of stay the same for next 10, 20, 30 years, i.e. snowpack is low. Right. Um, it's gonna be a serious, serious, really serious problem. Yeah. The answer is for, for California to do desalinization. They have to. Yeah. If that's if, if there's no snowpack in the Sierra Nevada and in the Rockies, they have to get it yep. from the ocean. Which, which, as solar, I I already know. Like, there's already plans to do that. But solar power, it's already it's already very expensive. It takes a lot of electricity to sure. do that. Um, the other thing that, but uh, there's got to be a way to. Do, there's got there's got to be you know it's, like like the moon prod the moon shot thing that we did as a country in the right. 60s or but, 50s. But we had the the Russians that we had to defeat, so it's we could dump, dump trillions of dollars into that. Right. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I know that uh, Mexico has solved that problem. They have multiple desalinization plants there, but they also burn oil to power the generators for those things. And they have a lot of oil. And they have a lot of oil. Yeah. Yeah, and they're the oil company, there's only one oil company in Mexico and it's owned by the Mexican government. So right. Pemex is that's it. Like they're they're it in Mexico so they can kind of set their own prices so they can they can make that shit happen. So Lake Mead is going back up a little bit right now and they say 60 about 65% of the reason is the actual monsoonal rain. Good. And about 35% of it is because of their a lot, but you know they they're they're shutting them down yeah. down there, so they're using. So at least part of it is because of of the uh, of the lack of use further downstream. So that's good. Yeah, at least. So maybe going we'll to cut it way back. But where where are these farmers going mean, to? Like I don't give, I don't give a shit. But we all have to eat vegetables and stuff. But let's say they start following. They're doing that now, I believe, in certain parts of southern Arizona. Right. Where are they going now? You know, are they just not? Are they all? declaring bankruptcy and not farming yeah i don't know cut, i mean i i have no idea whether how that's going to end up um but if we still have to grow this much food and keep it here or maybe it's all going somewhere else maybe this food is being shipped somewhere else maybe that's just the way it's not going to be uh, we'll have to start saying all right we're just going to keep all our shit here and grow less i know that the imperial valley in california <clears throat> just like the uh, southern california like that imperial valley gets uh is the supplier of like 60 percent of the produce in the united states which is a staggering amount it's such an, a huge amount yeah so yeah. they they have to keep going on some way mm-hmm. 
and we get it. We're mad, mad at the Californians for different reasons, but if the whole country is getting water, this is a federal thing. The feds, well, of course, they're part of the mm-hmm. reclamation, Bureau of Reclamation, but they have to get, they're going to be getting more involved. Oh, yeah. To solve this problem, whatever the hell it is, however they do it. Because the states can't agree. Obviously, they showed that, how they're going to cut back, and they couldn't, and then the feds jumped in and said, all right, well, you guys are fucking this one up, so we're going to have to solve the problem for you. It's going to be weird. Yeah. I don't know. Strange times we live in, Paul. Strange times. Yeah, it is. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. All right. All right, folks, we'll be back. Bit uh, cattywampus, cattywampus. I, I, I. That's that's a that's such an awful word. That'd be a funny uh, name for a cat if you had a cattywampus. Yeah, 
That's my cat, Wampus. Oh, I get it. Caddy, that's funny. Get uh, it? Ah, ha, ha. You're a funny guy. Caddy Wampus. So we're being not necessarily funny, but we kind of broke into a more serious y- topic. Y- right. The yeah. first half. We flipped it around a little bit. Flipped the script. Right. But first, we do want to say that uh, this Friday uh, at the cellar door is Leonard Interior. That's right. Cellar door, downtown Kingman, Arizona. Always a winner, I'm telling you. And they're going to be... Um, Leonard th- is Leonard Interior is so good. Long-term listeners of the podcast know that not only has he been a guest multiple times, but he's also... Music, I'm sorry. Yeah. There we go. Uh, not only has he been a guest multiple times, but he also wrote our outro music, the he two did. different tracks that I throw out on there. So if you listen all the way through, you hear the music that, that exits the show. Yeah, if you get all the way through this podcast without throwing up or, th- or throwing your phone away... Right. Listen to the tail end. The man's amazing. He's a, he's an incredible musician, great singer, and just an all around awesome guy. He's so humble, and they he, they they play with his. Uh, what was that group? The uh, God damn the it. redneck reggae. Yeah, they uh, played at the uh, the unveiling of the, the painters. Downtown, the painters with a Z. Which are those guys are just incredible. They they really are. Yep. I want to see them play with that band I talked about last week, Safety Orange. That'd be great. Those guys. I mean, they're just. Just, but anyway. So I believe there's been more work done to the cellar door. Plus, I think they're closed tomorrow, they're closed, I think. They're closed today. Today, they're, and I think they're closed uh, tomorrow might, as well. Yeah, it might be tomorrow as well. Yeah, I walked over there today. I saw the guys. I saw the Crystal and Jeremy. Yeah. They're painting, and they're putting up uh, all I'm, sorts of stuff. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because I want you guys to be surprised. But I think they are closed tomorrow as well. And anyway, it's going to be a little more, even more work will have been done to it. Kazoo night. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, sorry, folks. <clears throat> and I'm going to lose my voice because my Allegra is wearing off. My 24-hour Allegra wears off after about nine hours. That's good. Oh, it's great. Um, and uh, I'm going to reach out to another uh, uh, to get another sponsor. Are you? Yeah, we need an additional one. I think it should be Destination Hydration, which is that's a place in Havasu that I went uh, to get a catalog shot for my allergies. Oh, okay. And I went by there today to see if they were open. They were closed because I was going to get another, another allergy shot because I need it. Wait, I thought they said he, they had a place here too. They do, oh, yeah, okay. they, yeah, they do. They, it just was the office wasn't open today. I, gotcha. I had um, to go to the. I do have something funny to talk about. Wait, wait hold on. Okay. See, then Saturday is uh, Vanderveer. Saturday, Saturday is Spencer Vanderveer at also at uh, at the cellar door. Anything going on at the Blackbridge? We really don't have much going on this weekend. We kind of had a lot go on in our uh, in August. You shot and your wad. We didn't shoot our wad. It's just like this is in that that time of year where well the monsoons haven't ended. That's true. And it's kind of sketchy. With our Schedule- crazy storm yesterday. Yes. We're not going to talk about a lot, but holy shit. Real quick. Yeah. I, yeah, that storm was so bad that it uh, it made national headlines. I got a message while we were on break from a good friend of mine named Jared that I, I grew up with in Ohio. He said, hey, man, are you guys, are you doing okay? And he just sent me the link, and it, w- it came up on his weather app, like the news portion of his weather app. It showed up in Kingman, yeah, Arizona. Like, like weather.com. Said, yeah, it said Kingman, Arizona suffers from dust storm haboob blah 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 blah. but anyway well, i finally i was like that's probably the most positive thing kingdoms made uh national headlines for so what was going on out here i was calling up the weather uh service not the weather service the the uh awas automated weather oper- whatever system anyway there was a moment here at least it was at least 75 mile per hour gusts at, at you know that was of course it, it's every minute it updates and only called it a couple times but i didn't call it all the time but i yeah. heard that at least uh, it was like 68 knots, which is about 74.8 miles per hour. That's incredible. Gust. And 75-mile-an-hour uh, uh, wind gust, folks, that is a Category 1 hurricane. It is. And this big door was bulging in and out by several inches. And I thought that's... Said bulge. Th- 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 I did say bulge. And then I said in and out. <laughs> it's outstanding. Jesus. So then this thing was... I, I assumed... I'm, honestly, if this thing blew the fuck in... I was not going to be surprised. Very upset and pissed off because now I've got a big mess and damaged aircraft and stuff. Right. Holy shit. Uh, and then it flipped over some tables, you said, at Blackbridge? Yeah, it flipped over tables. Uh, we have this, uh, you know, we have the spent grain uh, bins that are out back in the alley that we dump all our, you know, that we dump our spent grain from making the beer in there. And then we have uh, a couple different uh, farmers that come and pick it up and feed it to uh, hogs and chickens and whatnot. But we have this cover. That you put over top of it because otherwise the flies get in it stinks. It's just really bad, right? So you have a good cover now. It got bad we, at some point. It got bad sometimes, man. It got so bad. Uh, but no, uh, we're gifted uh, a cover by a, a gentleman who will remain nameless because I'm pretty sure he stole it from his company. Because <laughs> he has, well, he, has, he said that he's like, we have dozens of them. We need two. And they last for fucking ever. They're like the thickest. Like a plastic? Like, it's a, it's, no, it's tarp. Well, it's, it's polyethylene tarp. Oh, I got you. But it's like triple walled, and it's meant to slip over top of pallets. 
So how do you do? You, it's like bungee. It's a cube. It it's a cube or? missing one side. Oh, gotcha. And it just slides down on like a big condom. I gotcha. And then we use a ratchet strap to cover it. Well, if there's no grain in the bin, which we have two empty bins right now because the farmer just came and got them and doesn't emptied weigh them, much. Yeah. It doesn't. It, it's not necessary to cover it. So I had it folded up, stuffed in that trailer that's behind in the alleyway behind Blackbridge. Well, when Jesh walked up this morning, he goes, uh, "Found this on my walk because he walked from his house because he lives downtown." He we. He walks up and he goes, found this on my walk. And I'm like, is that the pallet cover? And he goes, yep, I found it in front of Lee's office, which is a full block away up and over a tall building. And I'm like, I jammed that shit underneath the tongue of the trailer, the storage trailer right. out back. Right. And that's how hard the wind gusts were. It was stupid. Well, one of the big jets there sat on its butt back here and was. Oh, yeah. I'm going to send that picture to, uh, to a buddy of mine. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, lifted up enough just to bonk. I was surprised there wasn't more because 75 is a lot. And we have another airplane tied out out in the tie-down areas, and there's a bunch of airplanes down there. Usually something happens. That, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a, the stall speed of these airplanes is around 45 or 50, so that's 20 miles an hour above the stall speed, which means for all the people out there, it, it would easily fly yeah. or try to leave. It would it would lift off the ground. Yeah, and yeah. Now, but it's, of course, if the straps are new. Now, I've got – we have the chains that are here at the airport, plus I've got straps looped around there too and, and ratcheted yeah. as well because we don't have full insurance on that airplane. Yeah, that um, shit was absolutely wild, completely insane. It was, it was, cr- it was crazy. Yeah, we have our first, what's our first real monsoon in a number of years. Yeah, this yeah. year it's been a great monsoon season. Uh, it's not great for people with allergies. That's so, for so sure. Tomorrow is the last big heat, hot, yeah. hot day of like 104, 105, which is Tuesday, and then uh, down to like ninety nine. And then if you saw the like the mid to lower sixties, like a handful of days out, mm. like about. Mm. Six or seven or eight days sit, out. Sit out on my patio. Oh my god, it'd be great. Yeah, I might and start lower, and lower humidity. So. Yes, exactly. Okay, so uh, I was asked by a good friend of mine. Uh, he's had nothing but problems with this '67 Firebird that he bought. <laughs> okay, and it's it, like first off, it's vapor lock. It's getting too hot under the hood, and they had vapor lock. Like 67, that, that was, so that's like the first year they came out, the yes, Firebird. Yes. Okay. It's a beautiful car. Yeah. It's flat black. It has yellow, uh, like the, um, whatchamacallit, the uh, like fog lights, I guess, in the front right. are yellow. So when you look at it, it's like black and yellow. It looks like a, like, it looks like. Black and yellow. Le- uh, like a, no. Like a Batmobile. Like it looks oh, like a Batmobile. Like black and yellow. Black and yellow. Like, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. It's, it's, uh, and it's, I've ridden it multiple times. It's a cool car, but he's. It's broken down on him now, uh, I think, three times. And this last time, he was like, he broke down near a mechanic shop that he, he for, he's taken vehicles to. For different reasons? Uh, no, all the same reason that he also thought he fixed every single time. Okay. And it sucks. So it's just very frustrating. So it broke down uh, very close to a mechanic shop that he goes to. So he just asked the guys, hey, can I park this here for uh, like a day or two so I, can, so I can figure this shit out? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And uh, he left behind his keys just in case they wanted to try and move it or something like that. Because once it cools down, presumably it would start. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't, didn't want to drive it in the middle of the day because it had been so fucking hot the past few days. So he was going to let it, you know, once it cools down, then whatever. Well, those guys were like, oh, you know what? We'll just uh, lock the door. Well, the locks don't the, the locks don't work. Like the outer, like the key tumblers and the locks don't work. Right, right. <laughs> so it's locked up and he hit me up he goes hey didn't you say you're going out shopping today i said yeah i need to do grocery shopping and shit like that and i just don't feel like doing it tomorrow i want to be able to wake up early tomorrow get some shit done and relax for a bit and he said can you pick me up a slim jim and i'm like do you want like a box of slim jims he goes no 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 slim jim like to break like into a my giant car slim jim or like a miniature ones no he, <laughs> yeah. he, he they're a slim jim folks are made in troy ohio by the way look it up thank are you are they really yes they are okay. all of them wow anyway uh so can you take a tour i like a hot fresh slim jim i'm not lying <laughs> when i say this so a few years ago when my mom was out here visiting she would she was she would mention here she would just go oh would you like a snack honey like we'd be at the bar and like hand like hand out little the mini slim jims to people and she's like they're they're made in troy ohio it's literally the only plant on earth there used to be two plants there was one in like fayetteville north carolina or now something like that consolidated it burned down oh okay and it burned to the ground you know and then so they moved it to troy so um, when uh, Mailman Mike came out to Ohio last fall, was hanging out with me and my mom, my stepdad and all that, and he's like, hey, can we go by the Slim Jim factory? And I'm like, you know, I already called them to see if we could schedule a tour, and they told us that they don't do any tours. 
I, I so we drove by and they don't even have like a like a scratch and dent store. You know, like there's little Debbie here. That's be a out great here. place to do a tour. I mean, I, I'm sure I would do it if I were in. Troy. Like this is where we put the mechanically separated meats. Right. It's like just a big. Here's vat. all the goo. <laughs> yeah. And this is our spice pack that we dump in. Here's the extruder where it comes firing out at 48 miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. And cuts it at, at blinding speed. I, I was going to see if they, like, sometimes, like, because I know that the length is just predetermined. You can just set the length to, like, you set the length to zero. To whatever you want, yeah. And that extruder will just, you can get, like, a 25-foot-long <laughs> Slim Jim, which is miles exa- that's long. what I fucking want right now. You get, like, an underwater cable, like, from here the, uh, the, the, to Europe. Like the I want a phone. toe strap made out of braided stain, uh, <laughs> fucking Slim Jims. Anyway. Don't tell Lady Gaga, because she'd be, you know, putting one of those dresses together. Oh, my God. Slim the meat dress. I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, he asked me to get him a Slim Jim as the, in the thing that you use to break into a car. Yes. Which I don't know what other name there is for it. I think that's it. It's not. It's not a brand name. Slim Jim is like a slang term that fucking felons use. So I, speaking of that, a little sidebar story. We're, we're going to concert in downtown Atlanta somewhere. We parked, and then one of the people in our group left their phone, wallet, something. We were like, we were like 20 yards. Oh, shit, I left my thing in the car, and then the keys were locked in the car, too. Oh, shit. So we're just walking around, and this dude overheard us. It happens to be a black guy downtown Atlanta. It was funny, but he goes, oh, hey, man, I can get in there. He just he had it on him. He was, oh he was down God. his pants, and he walked right over and took him two seconds to go boom, and we're going. All right, thanks. Here's ten bucks. Like yeah, what can and then we, we give just, you to we, not it, rob? And we just walked of, away. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> what like, oh, that's that's what you would call good chaotic know. good. Yeah, it's like that's now. What do we do? That's funny as hell. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I I was on this put on this task, and I had a you know a bunch of errands to run this afternoon. And so I went to I went to Napa was closed. I went to AutoZone. They're like, no, maybe try AutoZone. Or no, I went, no, I went to yeah, I went to O'Reilly's. And they're like, try AutoZone. So I went across the street, tried AutoZone, and the guy's like, no, we aren't allowed to sell those like per corporate policy. There's certain. I thought it was funny that the guy said uh, there are certain branches of uh, of AutoZone in certain areas <laughs> that can sell it. We're just not in Kingman. The other thing like, is this: he, oh. he has the perfect vintage that that'll work on. You know that those are all those yeah, the early cars. Yeah, oh yeah, a sixties car. Oh absolutely. yeah, those would be easy. Yeah. I, hell, I probably could have done it with a coat hanger. I just probably. didn't have time. Yeah. So, uh, but the guy was like, uh, the guy was like, yeah, I'm really sorry, man. I'm like, all right, well, I don't know where the hell in town I'm going to get one. And this lady walks over and she like very on the sly. She goes, "Do you know the uh, dollar store that's over on Gordon?" I'm like, "The shady dollar store that's also an Asian market and a shoe store." <laughs> <laughs> and skate shop and she goes yep that's the one they sell them there I'm like really <laughs> she's God. like yeah wow and i'm like i promise i'm not gonna go steal anything she's like i don't care i don't know who you are i don't know your name and i'll just forget about who forget what you look like and i'm like i'm not trying to steal a car i'm right. trying to open a car or help a friend open a car so i went over to the uh shadiest dollar store of all time and i'm walking down the aisles and then i and i Finally, just walk over to the lady. I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm looking for a Slim Jim," and she's like, "Like to open up a car?" And I'm like, "Yes." And she goes, "Follow me," and just showed me right where they were. And it's like, "Was they hanging up on a rack?" It was hanging up on a rack, and I didn't even see it. I must have walked past it. What does it say? Does it is, does it say what it? It says it says car opening it says device. Ca- it says lock opener. <laughs> it's not a Slim Jim. Right. So then I told her, I'm like, I feel like this is the shadiest thing ever. And she's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know who you are. It's no big deal. I'm like, I'm not trying to steal anything, but it's useless for me to tell you that. And she's like, you don't seem like the crook type. But then she showed me a video of a guy on her phone. Like as she was like ringing me up, she goes, check this out. This is surveillance footage from of a here, guy of yeah. a, from that place of a guy walking in there and stealing fucking Slim Jim. <laughs> Still the that, Slim Jim kind of fucking walk out. Ironic of what kind of that would be. Or yeah, I'm like it's kind of meta or something. If you're not gonna pay for whatever's in the car, or you're not gonna pay for the car that you steal, at least pay for the fucking Slim Jim. Because then you just screwed a whole business out of out of three bucks. Right, everybody loses. I love how cheap it was too. It was like three dollars. Sure, it's just a flat piece. Of it's steel, an investment though. in my felonious future. Um, it was one of the dumbest things ever. It was like this weird citywide wild goose chase, and I finally got there. And I'm like walking around Safeway shopping. I'm like, I can't just fucking believe I have a Slim Jim in my truck. So I assume that like my truck is 2014. If you tried to Slim Jim it, it would probably, the alarm would go off, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if your alarm's uh, enabled. But you can also unlock the door and open it up. And some, like some places, some like cars. If the keys are in it. Yeah, know. or you can do, do you remember the, that movie uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Danny DeVito, Twins? 
mm-hmm. where the car alarm was going off and Danny DeVito told Schwarzenegger, he's like, hey, uh, uh, yeah, this is my car. It wasn't his car. He was stealing it. And the alarm started going off. And uh, Arnold just grabbed a hold of the front bumper and lifted it up. Like above, like above, like he lifted right. the front of the or the rear, oh. bu- something like that, lifted it up, and uh, the alarm starts. He just it stops, and Danny DeVito goes, "What the hell did you do?" He goes, "Well, most car alarms are have a mercury switch in them that you know, da da da, okay. and so if you if you disable that and you know make it make, make it above forty or degrees whatever. or something like that, it shuts off." Um, so probably not, and I don't think anybody's going to break into your. If they broke into your truck, they would see. Like forty-five used toothpicks, with those those <laughs> floss picks that you have. Now hold on, I keep them clean in there. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have had to rake them up before. That's not true. <laughs> uh, I wonder if uh, I was going to say about the um, uh, about about the uh, the car alarms in a newer vehicle and and and, God damn it! Oh. I have had mine go off before. There's a certain sequence it doesn't like. Like, I could be sitting inside the the car, I guess, and, and be listening to the radio or something, and then pull out the ignition and then leave the keys in it and then lock it. Or There's some there's some sequence that it doesn't like for some reason when yeah. the alarm will go off, and I haven't really quite figured it. It doesn't happen very often. It's like, God damn it. You know, where, where if you're sitting or you haven't opened it up or maybe you've done the code and then it's been a while since you've tried the handle... I don't, I don't know. There's different things it doesn't like. You'll find out very loudly, I'm sure. Right, and I'm going, <laughs> God, what did I do? And I forget, what did I do now? Because it scares the shit out of me. I'm like, fuck. And then i got to find the keys and then disable, you know, hit the whole the thing for a while. And then it'll, it'll quit. And I'm going, I have no idea. Sorry, everybody. I don't know what I did. I don't know. It just decided to go off. And me, I've just never had a vehicle nice enough to warrant a, well, an alarm. it's not that new anymore where they all come with alarms now. And stuff. Yeah, that's but true. You were probably way young when car alarms first started coming out where you could buy them aftermarket. And they were just going off all the goddamn all time. All the time. And it got to a point where nobody really gave a no. shit. They were, well, it's not like nobody gave a shit. We all gave a shit because we're tired of the fucking car alarm going off. Right. Like if the wind blew too hard or right. it rained too hard. or I can remember. A jet uh, would fly over and all the car alarms would go off. Yes. Yes. Right. So stupid. It was kind of crazy. They and were, it didn't do anything. It, it wasn't. Because it, you could disable them. You could just uh, yank one of the wires out of the dash, like out from underneath the dash and disable I, it. I guess it's true, though. Like if you were stealing something like you see all these videotapes now people stealing stuff but they have a hoodie on it doesn't slow anybody down it doesn't seem it, to because they, they know what to wear yeah and they'll just keep breaking into shit it's you true know, they'll just like if you go to a you see the people when they go into a jewelry store and just smash the alarms are going off but they know what to smash and within 45 seconds they have enough what they want and they're out the door and that's it and yeah. you can't you can't recognize these people they got no identifying clothes on you know, they're like a gray Walmart hoodie, let's say. You sound like a guy who's stolen some shit, Paul. No, what I just see, fuck, I see a videotape like, and going, you can't identify these people. There's nothing. Yeah, and it's so great. Besides that, they're going to walk out of there, and then they're going to dump those clothes somewhere el- nearby. It also bothers me that the video footage is always so grainy that I've seen clearer video broadcast from the fucking moon in 1969 right. than we a convenience store in 2022. That's why it was better back then, Yeah. So. Actually, you had somebody try and debate me on that one, and I just kind of shut her down real fast. That's why Artemis didn't it, go off again because they don't want to prove wanna, that yeah, we didn't right? go. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm convinced Artemis is never going to launch. It might not. Uh, they rolled it back in the building. I know. Yeah. Well, there's no. It's going to take a while to get there. I think well, there's like a third uh, of the way back. Yeah, right. Or something. It's literally it takes three days to get out and back. I think. But yeah, they can't deal with hydrogen right now anymore. They're not used to it. <laughs> like I, they, like they, they had this all figured out in the '60s. But uh, I don't know. It really is bad when it's that, that one. It was a coupler, I think. It was, it was between the, the actual filling tank and the, the rocket itself. There was a coupler that was, there a problem. That, yeah. was, that was leaking. And they thought, well, we can't have it leaking if we're going to be blasting off next to it. And it's like, motherfuck. I mean, NASA is very good at what they do. There's a bunch of shit they're really, really good at. They're also really good at catching things before it blows up. Right. After, you they know. They have experience with that. Yeah, they have some experience. That's they terrible. do. They do, yeah. But it's like... Um, I would. I was really looking forward to seeing because they're they're talking about some of the photo sequences they're going to do. Where they're going to they're going to go way in the back side of the moon. You know this, don't you? Yeah. That's part of the where where, where no man made spacecraft has been that far out like that side of the moon before. Yeah. And they're going to get some good shots of the moon and the Earth in the background from that far away. And it's going to be really amazing when it ever happens. So now it's going to be. I think the twentieth. I think is the first time of this month. Oh, I thought it was October. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it is. No, either way, ah, 
I think they can fix it pretty. Um, it's not a tough fix, but flex they, paste. Like you sent me, like that's what they need is this flex, that flex paste. <laughs> the guy out there, with the guy just out there, just fucking slapping, slapping it on the side of the, of the rockets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that it, Joe? Yeah, that's it for me, get? man. All right, cellar door, Friday, Leonard Interior. Yeah, come down and say hi. Just come yell yeah, at us. I'm gonna be. I've been out in. A, I haven't been socializing in about a month or more. Yeah, come make Paul uncomfortable. Yeah, just make just me, come and sit on his lap. All right, just or sit on his lap and come. Whatever, I don't me, care. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you do. If you just look at me for more than three seconds to hold my eyes, I will probably just run away. Yeah, he'll either run away from you or one run toward you. He's just like that. So I'm just I'm like a weird creature in the Amazon that no one's really seen or discovered. They don't know how it's going to react. Got to be ready for anything. <laughs> right? Right. And with that, we have to end it cuz you're okay. fucking you're fucking cracking me up. All right, that's it. Have a good week, folks.